0: Get started at Angie.com, that's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.
2: G'day mates, it's BBuster Buster here. And before the episode begins, I would just like to let you know that Be Scared, which is produced along with Studio 71, features scary stories from around the globe on a weekly basis that aim to fuel your nightmares with a smile. And if you enjoy the podcast, it would be great if you could hit that subscribe button and drop a review. But thanks for listening, guys. And without further ado, let's begin. moved into my flat in late August with my partner and I've had uh, experiences and seen things and heard things and felt things throughout my whole life but didn't believe and just chalked everything down to scientific reasons. This apartment block has six lots in it and two occupied on the bottom floor and mine on the top floor. I'm not sure the order that these happened in because they occurred over a month timeline but this is what happened. So the first thing that happened was my partner was in the bath and I was lying on the bed in the spare room, nice view mind you, and I heard her shout my name. It was a loud call and it was questioning as if she had heard a knock or something and was calling my name, asking if I was outside the door. I walked to the door and asked what she wanted and she played dumb. She said, I haven't shouted to you, no, I don't need anything. While I was still on the outside of the bathroom door, too, the, the door handle started moving up and down, and it, it was as if she was testing the door to make sure it was still locked or something. I thought that maybe she was letting me in, thinking that I needed the toilet or something. But no, whilst the door handle was moving, I heard that unmistakable slosh sound of somebody moving around in the bathtub. She must have sat up and turned around in the tub, too, because she called, What Do You Want? I'm in the bath. Give me 10 minutes. Dumbfounded, I I just walked back to the spot in the spare room thinking that surely she was just playing some sort of trick on me. Again, my partner was in the bathroom another time cleaning her teeth. She has this thing where she cleans them OTT and flosses and mouthwash and some weird brush thing and just everything. I do the generic two minutes and mouthwash rinse and then I'm out. And... I left the bathroom and thought, I know, I'll hide in the dark living room so she'll come to bed and not see me and check the living room where I'll jump out and make her jump. I heard the bathroom door unlock, open and close and saw a shadow on the wall move down the hallway around the corner and continue down the hallway wall. The hallway has no windows, no doors were open and the only light source is the light bulb and there were no bugs that cast a shadow or anything and I saw a woman's shadow with, in my mind, a, a beak-like face. I jumped out, ready to scare my partner, and... there was no one there. On a third occasion, while sleeping, I've I've been woken up by my partner moaning during a nightmare, too. The two that stood out to me was that she was awake in a dream, and there were lights swirling around the room making face-like shapes, and she felt that they were a threatening presence. The next, she again woke up and actually still asleep though and there was an old woman like figure above her just looking back at her the fourth occurrence was that uh, my partner had gone to the toilet during the night 3am when she came back she found me sitting up in bed fast asleep still and I turned to her and apparently said the spirits are here with us tonight and then I just laid back down and carried on sleeping leaving her wide awake and terrified all The fifth time I was in bed and it must have been 2 or 3am I think and I rolled over and put my arm around my partner and cuddled in closer. Suddenly the door opens which makes me shoot up in bed in final flight mode and there's a figure in the doorway. I jump up and I shout what the fuck and my partner who was in the doorway replies, it's me, it's me, I went to the toilet. Well... I'm now lost because, literally, two seconds prior, I had put my arm around her in bed. I'm sure of it. Ma looked back and her side of the bed is empty and just completely void. So, the sixth thing that happened, and to be quite honest, the most frightening, was an actual sighting. We had a bit of an argument over her trying to wash up at 9pm when I said that I would do it the next day, don't touch my chores, and... I just thought, fuck this, I'll just go to bed, and so I just went off and laid my phone down for 15 minutes before I just dropped off to sleep. It was around one hour later that I was stirred awake as if she'd come to the room and was getting changed for bed and woken me up. I lay there for a second just looking at the space next to me, the curtain, and then I realised that there was nobody actually in the room. There was no noise or movement. So I I shuffled around to look around the room and lifted my head when behind the door about seven feet up around the doorframe height was this whitey greenish blur. I still had sleep in my eye so I squinted and blinked a couple of times and tried to focus my eyes until the blur came sharper and it was a a literal woman-like figure just staring back at me. It took me a second or two to process what was going on as my brain went through the there's something in the room. Shit. Intruder. No, something's actually watching me. But what felt like a minute passed and then it moved towards me. It blended into what I can only describe as a a sunlight glare hitting your windshield whilst driving and as this beam was at the edge of the bed it just dissipated into nothingness. As this happened the door swung open too and my partner was on the other side and it brought me back into the room and Holy shit, I've I've never been so scared in my life. I screamed, like literally screamed and I was actually shaking a bit. I was pointing at the corner shouting about something is there, something, an old woman, she was there. Of course it had gone at this point but with nightmares and even sleep paralysis, the experiences leave you and you get that it was a dream and you just kind of go on but this, this was different and I'm now genuinely frightened when I'm in the flat alone. I have to have the lights on in certain rooms and I'm constantly checking over my shoulder or in every reflection in case something is there again. I can't be in the bedroom alone without a light on too and I can't sleep without my head firmly under the covers or at least the covers pulled up enough so that I can't see that area of the room. I'm a 26-year-old bodybuilding part-time boxer that isn't scared of much and... I just. I can't really explain this. After this sighting, though, I've. Uh, I've tried to shield myself from anything further. But the Saturday before Halloween, I threw a party. One of my friends crashed the night, and in the morning, I got a WhatsApp message from him saying, Stop knocking on the wall. My head is right there. I'm trying to sleep. Mind you, I. I wasn't knocking, and in fact, there's a cupboard against the wall where he was, so. It would have been supremely awkward for me to knock that wall anyway. After this, when I got home from work, I, feeling completely stupid and awkward doing it too, said, if there is anything in this space that is not myself or my partner, then leave now. You're not welcome and you have to go. And no lie, I walked into the living room and there was no change in temperature, but my body just felt freezing. I had goosebumps and... The hairs were stood up on end and I actually thought I had angered whatever it was or something and it was now going to be worse. But touch wood, there's been nothing so far. Apartments.com believes that a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time that you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing slash time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for, and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. So, uh, these are not in chronological order or anything, just in the order that I can remember them. The first story was in high school, and we moved into an old two-story house. The upstairs was originally an attic, but had recently been turned into three bedrooms and a small bathroom. The floors were very thin and old as hell, so when someone walked around, you could both hear and feel the steps. And after living there for several years, you could tell where someone was walking upstairs just by the feel of the floor. Anyways, so one night I'm laying in my bed, just a mattress laying directly on the floor, watching TV and my best friend comes over, super drunk and needing a place to stay so that she won't get in trouble by her mum for coming home obviously drunk okay cool so she borrows some of my clothes and passes out fairly quickly as she was hammered i fall asleep soon after and i wake to my direct tv remote lighting up and it was literally right next to my face and i just pushed it away as weird things often occur but i've never had any bad vibes or anything i turn over and as soon as i stop moving i i feel the floor moving from someone walking from my door Towards the window, which is a straight path at the bottom of my mattress. It walks from the door to the window and back again several times as if it were pacing or contemplating life or something. Mind you, I, I never once opened my eyes. No way. I tried to wake my friend too up with nudges from my elbow, but she was, uh, she was passed out cold from drinking all night. And this thing just paced back and forth from my door to the window and... I'm not sure how many times but it finally stops at the window, not at all the place I wanted it to stop and once again I I never look. I pull the blanket up over my head and eventually I, I fall asleep and I wake up super pissed at my friend. So the second story was that one night in the same house. I was alone in the house which I'd already hated being alone in anyways and My parents are out at the casino all weekend and my brothers are out living their lives while I have no plans and I'm just at home watching TV in the living room downstairs. The way the living room was set up is uh, a little bit odd, but what I assume was originally intended to be a dining room is now our living room and what was intended to be the living room is now my parents' bedroom. Their bedroom had two sliding doors and they always left one of the doors closed and had one of their dresses partially blocking it while the other door was always left open. So I was sitting on the couch, which is adjacent to their bedroom, and I'm kind of laying sideways on the couch with my head turned towards the TV, just chilling, and out of the corner of my eye, I, I see what appeared to be a, a little flash. Not quite as dramatic as a camera flash, but it's still pretty bright, mind you. I obviously immediately turned my attention towards their room, and I see a, a black shadow move from the door that's open towards the door that's closed where the dresser is. I just stare scared shitless and I saw it straight on not out of the corner of my eye or anything. I mean I actually saw it and I crawl backwards away from the door over the arm of the couch grab my car keys and I just bail. I didn't even put a bra on or socks or turn anything off I just got in my car and drove to my friend's house which was almost 20 miles away. I told my mother about it the next morning when she got home and suggested that we buy cameras so that we can see it but she refused. She said no way I'm doing that. When I see it on camera we'll have to move. I never saw any kind of shadow thing before or since then but that one was pretty creepy. So the last story is that in the middle of the day me and my friends had decided that We didn't need to go to school this day so we're at my house and the whole house we have to ourselves and we're sitting at the kitchen table just talking. My brother's friend comes in but we lived in the middle of nowhere and never had the locks on the doors or anything and our friends were allowed to come in and out anytime they wanted without having to knock or anything and asked if my brother was here. I said I wasn't sure and he goes up the stairs to check and I hear him walk into my brother's room, search and then start to head out of his room. He closes the door behind him and it closes a little louder than he intended and he yells out sorry and a very loud booming voice from somewhere upstairs says stop slamming the fucking doors. Me and my friend just look at each other with a what the fuck look and my brother's friend comes flying down the stairs and says okay bye without looking at us and just runs out the door. He was and is a very religious guy and no matter how much we asked him to tell us if he saw anything... He would just leave the conversation every time so I'm not sure if we actually saw anything but he definitely heard what we heard too. I don't know what was going on in that house but for the longest time I I thought I was going crazy because I was the only one that saw things but that last story it confirmed for me that I wasn't going crazy. There was actually something in that
1: Download the free Angie mobile app today, or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
2: So my fiancé and I, we are we least a small three-bedroom house in the middle of nowhere, Tennessee. The original owner's granddaughter is our landlady and my lifelong family friend to my fiancé's parents, and the original owner himself lived in the house until he passed. But We've been in the house for about six months now, and... Some uh, some small things have happened, just random cabinets opening in front of guests, lights being on when no one was home and all the lights were shut off before leaving and hearing distant conversation from another room where there's definitely no one else there and items falling off of shelves for no reason, things being relocated through the house and just your everyday haunted stuff. For the most part I, I talk to the spirits and Let them know that their presence is acknowledged whenever possible but I ask them to be respectful of us as well seeing as we have to live there and all. This has helped a lot of the activity calm down but we still have a little here and there. Last weekend though my fiance and I we saw a shadow figure walk past our bedroom doorway while we were getting ready for bed. There's a nightlight in the hall that keeps it illuminated we both wear glasses and I've walked into the wall at 2am trying to go pee in the dark before, but uh, we both saw it. We live in the country without neighbours and there isn't any traffic along our street that late at night, so it wasn't passing headlights or anything. But a human shaped and human sized shadow just crossed the doorway. We talked it over and obviously were a little bit shaken, but eventually we uh, we just went to bed. A few nights later, fiance is snoozing hard and I'm awake at 3am and I see the shadow walk down the hallway again. I don't say anything or wake him but I mentioned it that morning before work and my fiance says, oh you were probably just sleepy, maybe your eyes were playing tricks on you and then he playfully starts saying that there's nothing in our house except us and I think he or they decided to leave. Well, last night... He and I get ready for bed and hang our laundry in the closet and then I told him, playing around mind you, to close the closet and get into bed. He shuts the door and we both hear it latch and then closes the bedroom door and we get into bed. After about 30 minutes though, he and I are on the cusp of sleep but not yet all the way out and we, uh, we hear the doorknob click hard and then our bedroom door just opens forcefully too. Hard enough to cause it to hit the wall, in fact. We both wake up and looked at each other, and I kind of asked him, so do you think they're still gone? Obviously not. It definitely spooked us, and the vibe in the house has changed a bit for some reason, but I, uh, I'm not sure what to do now. I shoot archery and target shooting gets just so damn boring sometimes. So, I would take a stroll through the woods and shoot trees and stuff. One time though was probably early fall, around 4 p.m. on a Saturday, and I heard some footsteps ahead of me. So, I hid behind a tree, and I'm a sophomore at the time, so 160 pounds and six foot, and I have a bow and arrow. Last thing I need is the cops after me and stuff. So, I stop and I wait and. It turns out that it was a soccer mum and her family on a walk through the woods. So I chill out behind a tree just waiting for them to bug off so I can go home but the kids decide to stop and play. It had probably been about 10 minutes before I just say fuck it and I stash my bow and arrow under some leaves and just head home. I come back at night, uh, probably 9.30 p.m. I'd say and I walk along the trees until I reach the point in the woods that I'd stash my gear and I had a flashlight on me and quickly found it. Now, I couldn't walk along the street to get home with my bow and arrow in hand, and it was probably a half a mile walk and then a a quarter of a mile walk through the woods too. The flashlight had a hook and a magnet on it, so I strapped my quiver on and put the flashlight on my bow. I started making my way home, and I noticed some deer ahead of me, and I let them be because I knew how nasty bucks could be. They were acting funny though and they weren't running when I got closer and they would walk uh, 20 or 30 feet ahead of me and wait for me just to get within range to see their bodies and I never actually saw them, uh, just their green reflective eyes. But by the look of how many eyes were there, there could have been at least 15 I'd say. As I started slowly walking home, I I kept hearing noises too behind me, uh, leaves crunching, twigs breaking and at this point I was on high alert. I would glance over my shoulder but I wouldn't see anything and it got to the point where I was walking with my bow drawn and an arrow ready. When the sounds were within 10 feet behind me I would spin around ready to shoot each time just missing whatever it was disappearing out of sight of my range of light and always in a blur in my peripheral vision. I was panicking on the inside but tried to stay physically calm and continued slowly walking home just keeping an eye on the deer in front of me and an ear on the noises behind me. The thing behind me was actually making more noises than over a dozen deer in front of me at one point. As soon as I saw my house light a glimmer of hope was flashing through me and then I I hear thumping behind me before I turn and there's uh, at least 10 deer just blitzing past me. And that pushes me over the edge and I bolt for home and I cover 200 yards in a few seconds. I took a deep breath when I finally got there and relaxed my fingers and they were bruised and cut from holding my string so long and I put the arrow away and glanced at the woods and I swear to you that I saw a set of red eyes about seven or eight feet off the ground and it was looking from behind a tree which I knew its size so I could roughly tell how tall it was. I couldn't make out its body although it was vaguely human but it was darker than the surrounding area. Once I got inside I, I learned that I had three missing arrows. I had all of them when I picked them up and my arrows are 32 inches long and my quiver 29 inches tall and none of them could have fallen out. Which means that something took them out as I walked through the woods. Only during the day over the next few weeks I I found the arrows embedded in trees where I would shoot them all the time and they would only go in a half inch, but they were a foot in the tree, at least. To this day, I don't know what it was, and I don't go in the woods at night unless it's an emergency anymore. That night, though, I, I felt like whatever was behind me was just toying with me and potentially wanted to hurt me. If I'm in the wood during the days, i I just feel uneasy these days. But if I'm near the woods or look at them at night, I can still feel that that anger and rage. This happened in a rural area of South Jersey and if, uh, if any of you guys have had any experiences like this I'd sure like to know. My whole life I've uh, always believed in the paranormal and I'm not really sure why I did because I was uh, never really religious but I always just had a gut feeling. So, I moved into an apartment above a, a restaurant in 2017. And it's very open concept. My room is on the west side, and beside it, my roommate's room, and across the apartment, uh, an open doorway leading to the balcony in a third room. After getting settled in, I was really happy in the apartment, and uh, small things started happening, like my canvas painting falling off. The, the first time I... Honestly, didn't think much of it, but then it happened a few more times while I would be sitting on my bed. I decided to address it out loud and said, Hey, uh, I'd appreciate it if you could stop knocking my painting off. Uh, it was my father's and I would like to keep it intact. And after that, it no longer fell off. Every time I leave my room, my light from my room shines into the dark apartment and highlights the doorway at the other side of the apartment. A few months later, my other roommates moved in and I started seeing a a dark figure right at the doorway. A dark male figure, I think. Probably around 6'2", and it didn't disappear right away even though I noticed it. The first few times I thought that it was just my imagination, but other people saw it too. Next, I ended up getting a couple of cats and One of my friends lived in the room by that doorway and she often reported hearing someone walk back and forth and the cats would often hang out there, meow in a weird tone and watch that area a lot and it was a bit strange. The most bizarre thing though that happened wasn't to me but was to my roommate who doesn't even believe in the paranormal of any sort. So there were a couple of plumbers working in the bathroom and she went to go walk into her room and there was a man, a dark figure sitting on the bed just facing her. She shrieked and it just uh, disappeared right before her eyes. I always kept an open mind to it and would frequently say out loud, I hope you enjoy it here, I'm trying not to disturb you, I would just like my peace. And I felt pretty good in the house. I didn't see the figure after confronting it too a few times. and There are times that I would put a, a cup or something small somewhere and when I would turn around it would be somewhere else, but that could have been my own fault. I noticed too that when changes would happen in the house, people moving out, etc, that that things would happen. The last major event, my roommate, he replaced the girl who used to live by the doorframe that I talked about. He was getting settled home alone when all of a sudden his carpet blew across the room. He went out to investigate and the front door of the apartment had somehow blown open. We obviously tried to explain it away with airflow and stuff, Somehow, though, I I think it just wasn't that. Either way, I I moved out, but I always wonder if uh, things still happen there. I hope you enjoyed the story, and I just wanted to get some insight on it and see what others think. So, uh, this just happened to me, and I've been up for the past hour panicked. I woke up at 3.15 on the dot and checked my phone and I stretched and yawned and laid there for about 10 minutes not feeling a hint of being scared. So right now I'm also sleeping on the pullout in the living room with my girlfriend and my sister is in her room and there is an empty bedroom. Stepdad Stepdad is out for the night and bathrooms and whatnot. So I'm facing the whole apartment if that makes sense and when I'm laying I can see the dining room, the half kitchen and the very small hallway where the three doors are to the rooms. Mind you I'm wide awake at this point and I'm scrolling on my phone and I roll over to face the wall and the window. I'm not laying there for more than five minutes when I hear a a creaking of a door even though everyone's asleep. I brush it off thinking that it was the heat or something and that's when I hear clear as day right in front of the girl's room a, a voice say hello. I whip around on the bed and I see absolutely nothing. I listen really hard, which is easy to do in a dead silent apartment, and I hear my sister snoring. I know the voice was not my sister's as it sounded nothing like her, but trying to calm myself down, I I just tell myself that it was my sister just talking in her sleep again or something. So I I lay back down and this time I face the apartment again, back to the wall. I rest my head on my pillow and again begin to scroll on my phone and that's when I hear what I would call a a goblin-like voice and that's all I can imagine as it's sounding and something grumbled high-pitched and it wasn't like a significant word or phrase but it was like a jumble of words and I instantly felt sick. It was a feeling of anxiety and dread and fear all at once. I've had paranormal experiences before where I believe that I've seen a ghost in the apartment before this one, but I would have to say that this was the most terrifying thing to ever happen to me. It was about an hour ago, and I know exactly what I heard. It almost sounded like a laugh, if that makes sense, and I don't want to sound like I'm making any of this up, but it sounded like a a different language, maybe? I'm planning on going and getting sage today to go around the house and say some prayers and whatever I can do because I'm freaked out. I did check on my sister twice just to make sure that nothing was in there and she was okay and she was sound asleep the whole time. I woke my girlfriend up too, and we walked around the apartment just to be safe, and I'm uh I'm absolutely sure of what I heard, which is what I think terrifies me the most. If someone had an idea of an explanation, then I'd love to hear it to ease my mind. Also, um, I'm going to try and leave my phone on recording tonight to see if I can get anything. Then tomorrow, I'm I'm going to try and smudge the place. But wish me luck. To start off, I'm a 19-year-old female, and at the time of this story, I was around 15. I want to make it clear, too, that... I've had many encounters with the paranormal before, but this one was the most terrifying yet. So every year for work, my mother has a convention at a hotel that was built in the late 1700s, and the place is massive and overall really elegant. Since her work has been going there for years, our family gets a discount whenever we want to venture there for a vacation. This was my first time at the hotel, and I instantly loved it. With me was my father, my brother, and of course, my mother. When we first got into our room, there was a dreadful feeling that I got whenever I entered my room alone, so I tried to only go in there with my brother. We had a lot of fun eating gourmet food, getting a spa treatment, and wandering around the hotel grounds. I was outside one day with my camera and decided to take a picture of the main building, and as I was looking through the camera... I noticed uh, a tiny windows at the top of the building. Nothing unusual, just windows to the old maid's quarters, my mum said, but I still got a weird feeling from just looking at them, and it didn't help that most of the windows were broken or even open in the dead of winter. But one night after dinner, my mother and I decided to walk around the interior of the hotel while my brother and dad rested in their room. It was around 8pm, and... There were only a few people, especially if you strayed away from the main entrance. We took our time walking around and looking at the various rooms, including a movie theatre, that we both refused to enter. Before we headed to bed, we decided to go to the very top floor to look out from the windows to get a better view of the town below. We entered the nearest elevator and pressed floor 16. As we were going up, my brother called us to ask us where we were and my mum and him started chatting. All of a sudden, the elevator doors open and we were both frozen in place. The door opened and we both got hit with just this incredibly cold breeze, along with a pitch black room. We both immediately press a different floor because we could sense that we weren't supposed to be there. I squeezed my eyes shut because I was so scared that something was going to pop out at me and suddenly the doors close and we both start to relax. But... All of a sudden, the numbers on the elevator's display panel just started going crazy. It was rapidly displaying 2, then various other numbers, including those that weren't even listed as a button on the elevator. I got so scared and my mother and I were hanging on to each other in complete terror. By this time, my mother was on the phone with my brother and we had no idea what was going on. All of a sudden, the panel displays floor 15 and the doors open up. Not wanting to stay on the elevator, we just decided to use the stairs at this point. As we started making our way to the stairs, I I start to feel like uh, this presence behind us. I let my mother know what I'm sensing and she just tells me not to look back and walk as fast as possible. That statement freaked me out even more though because my mum usually doesn't feel that kind of energy. As we're making our way down the stairs, I decide to look back and... What I saw will stick with me forever. I saw a, a tall black mist, like a shadow figure, a few feet behind us. It didn't have any features and seemed to just be standing still, like deathly still. We kept running until we hit the main floor and we could finally breathe and we decided to look at the elevator to see if the floor we selected had a, an employees only sign but it didn't. On our way back to our room, we figured out that we must have accidentally made our way up to the old maid's quarters or something, which honestly sent chills up my spine. My mum also came to the conclusion that the cold air must have just been the winter air making its way through the broken or open windows. I agreed, but the cold air just felt different from the crisp winter air from outside. But I must admit that I could have just imagined that. When we got back to our room, my brother asked what happened and we told him the whole story. All of a sudden, he looked at us with a, a weirded out look on his face and he told us that while on the phone with my mum when the elevator doors opened, he heard a bunch of whispers come through our end. This freaked me out so much and I opted to sleep in my mother's room the rest of the trip. Nothing else happened, mind you, during our vacation and we left a few days later, but I was completely scared the whole time. My mum still has a convention there every year, and now that I'm employed with her, I might go as well. Whenever I do go, though, I, I always experience things, but nothing near that extreme. If you want to hear some stories from my family's experiences at that hotel, then please let me know in the comment section below, because I know I would love to get them off my chest. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys, and uh, I hope you enjoy. this is my dad's story. So after he was done in Vietnam, he was soon stationed at an air force base in Greenland. They had really bad blizzards often there and when they came through, the base shut down and every section of the barracks would take roll call. These blizzards were intense and there were cables running between all the buildings that you attached your person to with a carabiner so if there was a sudden whiteout, you didn't get lost and die. They had actually had people die literally 20 metres from shelter because they got lost in bad weather and just froze. He said that for about five months, every time they locked down for weather, they would hear this, like, horrendous screaming outside. Everyone was accounted for, so they didn't risk sending anyone out to investigate. But They all wrote it off as some sort of an animal, but every time that this was heard, the engine room would be wrecked tools everywhere, paperwork all over the floor, tables and toolboxes knocked over. Even one time a a several thousand pound jet engine had been lifted from its workbench crane thing and just smashed almost 30 feet away. But the hangars and engine room had cameras covering every single possible entrance with spotlights that made them clear even in a whiteout. And there were no animals and no people and no anything was ever seen entering or leaving those buildings and then one day it just stopped. Mind you, this was not something that they just shrugged at. It cost a lot of money and threw a wrench in at least one surveillance routine which caused a lot of brass from the DOD and the CIA to breathe fire down the base commander's neck. But this facility, beyond military function, served as a base for a lot of civilian research as well. There was a a full investigation using all manner of scientists, engineers and specialists and they came up with no satisfactory explanation for what was happening. I don't believe in the paranormal and nor did my father but this is the only spooky type story that he has from 22 years in the service. No one knows what happened and it was really strange in every way. Hundreds of people wrote reports and documented it too and it wasn't just some uh, a grease monkey scratching their heads and randomly guessing if you catch my drift. That said, I, I spoke to my mum too, and she told me a couple of things that I missed. So, after one of these occasions, the U2 in the shop had all its electronics turned on. And many of the systems in this plane were specially built for this airframe and this particular crew's mission. These systems were complex and really archaic, and very few people knew how to operate this machinery, and the only ones on the base that could were two engineers and its crew. It wasn't a simple matter of hitting power buttons and just flipping switches from off to on or anything. Another time, three barrels of hydraulic fluid just vanished and they were never found. They doubted the screaming noise was wind because it apparently came in short, irregular bursts and winds never produced those sounds again. They theorised it was a polar bear but if it was, its uh, coincidental timing was extremely uncanny. Also, uh, Control picked up a bunch of weird interference and anomalous readings that, again, had the uncanny timing of happening only when this was going on. They were never able to reproduce those errors in a controlled manner, too. The whole situation was really creepy and really bizarre, but I'm not convinced it was supernatural and that the answer simply isn't wind. To this day, though, no one knows exactly what happened there, and I guess uh, we may never know. Anyway, thanks for listening guys. G'day mates, it's Bee Buster here. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Be Scared podcast. And please, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode too. Also, it would be much appreciated if you could share this new podcast with your friends and family, and on social media too. Thanks again for listening guys, and I'll see you mates in the next one.